Welcome back to The Shed, everybody. One glance at this. You're seeing it on YouTube. You can see that we're doing it virtually, and there's a really good reason for that, a most excellently good reason. We have our special correspondent, Griffin Tench, with us today to provide his insight on the upcoming federal election. We're recording this on November 2nd, the election eve, and he's going to make his call on what's all going to happen tomorrow and how we should all feel about the chances of things either way in the U.S. federal election. We're really excited. We're going to push this baby out onto the airwaves on the day. So we're really committing. We're putting a stake in the ground with regard to what's going to happen tomorrow. And you can all admire, admire our foresight or mock our foolishness by this time tomorrow. It's going to be great. Anybody got anything to add? Let's get started then and get Griffin in here then. All right. And uh, with the uh, the elections happening tomorrow, and we're doing this special episode that we are going to put up hopefully before the election results start to pour in, maybe around 3, 3.30 tomorrow. And for that, we've called in our regular Shed Dogs presidential political correspondent, Griffin Tench. Griffin, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Well, uh, we have a you, you have an interesting definition of the word regular. don't tell our audience that this is your first time with us okay well we uh, like to go with the geologic you know time time flows like uh if you come on once every couple of centuries that's regular for us okay right on and we'll have a number of questions we're just going to start with an extremely open-ended one uh what's going to happen tomorrow go Well, that is pretty much impossible to predict, and anyone who claims to know that with any amount of certainty is probably kidding themselves. Uh, It seems likely that Biden will win. It seems entirely possible that uh, that could take several days to determine. Um, It seems entirely possible that Trump will claim victory tomorrow night, even though, uh, you know, not all the mail-in ballots have been counted. Um, But overall, it's like that Biden will win. It is not a certainty that Biden will win. That's all you can really say. Well, what states are we going to see tomorrow likely go to Biden that we'll actually know about tomorrow? Like, I mean, what by by which states? I mean, which um, what do they call them? Flip states or swing states? Swing states, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, so what you have to keep in mind is that. Uh, you will know different states to different degrees. So the big swing state that will almost certainly be called tomorrow, unless it is extremely close, is Florida. Uh, And that could legitimately go either way. That could easily go either to Biden or to Trump. It is a state that Trump probably needs to win. It would, whereas Biden, it it would be nice to have, but he does not need to win it. Uh, We'll probably also have results from Texas, Michigan, Michigan, maybe Ohio. The big one that we will probably not know is Pennsylvania because they are going to take a long time to count their mail-in ballots. Um, We will probably know most of the Pennsylvania results by Friday. But Joe lived in Scranton. Surely it's going to go to him. That's the hope. He's currently leading in Pennsylvania on the polls by about five points, uh, which, you know, five point polling errors happen from time to time. They're not particularly common, but they do happen. Uh, so the hope is that Biden will win in Pennsylvania, but it, it, we won't know that. And in fact, because so many of the mail-in ballots will take a while to come in, it is likely that on election night, uh, it, Trump will be leading in Pennsylvania, and then that lead could flip over the next few days. 
Okay, and then Trump's people will claim that that's uh, some kind of uh, malfeasance. They're, they're setting the stage for that, yeah. You see a lot of people from the Trump campaign uh, claiming that, trying to lead people to believe that uh, the results will be and should be known on election night, even though that's not actually how elections work. Um, and so that's why the Biden campaign is probably hoping that they will be able to pick up a lot of states like Florida and maybe North Carolina, maybe Georgia, um, that will make it clear that they are on their way to a win on election night rather than having to rely on Pennsylvania. I believe Kamala Harris has spent the last couple of days campaigning in Texas. If the Biden campaign could pick up Texas, then that would uh, that would probably seal the election in most people's minds. All right. And a number of the suppression uh, efforts that have been underway over the past weeks, uh, we're kind of coming to an end to that, I guess, other than voting day itself. So what have we seen happening lately in terms of suppression and is it successful? Does it seem like it's working or are we, is it being fought off? A lot of the legal avenues that the Trump campaign is, has tried to uh, follow to suppress votes are seem to be failing. There was a, it was announced just this morning that a judge in Texas, a particularly conservative judge actually, threw out an attempt to get uh, uh, over 100,000 ballots thrown out in Houston. Um, so that seems to be failing. It's entirely possible that you could have rogue Trump supporters going to polling places themselves tomorrow, um, possibly armed because they, they perceive there to be some threat of voter fraud that they want to fight against. Um, and, you know, there, there's always the potential for that kind of situation to spiral out of control. But really, I think what the Trump campaign is really trying to do is undermine people's trust in the elections more than anything. It is not that hard to imagine a scenario where it all comes, it's, the election is close, it all comes down to Pennsylvania. Trump is leading in Pennsylvania on election night and claims victory. And then over the next few days, it flips to Biden. But because Trump claimed victory, there is a perceived ambiguity among a lot of voters. Um, and a lot of people doubt the results of the election. The Trump campaign in that case would try to push the narrative that Biden and the Democrats are trying to steal the election, um, which could be problematic. Pretty scary. Hey, KJ, uh, you're our uh, resident uh, U.S. political junkie. Mm. Um, do you have any questions? I'll put you on the spot here. Do you have any questions for our uh, resident correspondent? The pundits actually think that Trump will do well on Election Day because more Republicans will vote in person than the Democrats because of the pandemic. But I, I saw a couple of things last night that said black people have a preference to actually show up on the day and they will. And I haven't heard this before. And so I'm just wondering if uh, that we think that they're that confident that uh, the Republicans will take the, the walk-in vote on the day uh it does seem clear that overall um more republicans will be voting in person whereas more democrats will have been voting by mail um it is it should be noted though that in many states the mail-in ballots will be counted the night of the election so florida for example has already been counting the mail-in ballots um they've been counting them as they come in they just haven't been reporting them right, they'll be right. reporting them tomorrow night but I would say that on the whole, more Republicans are like the in-person results are likely to skew Republican. Yeah. Okay. 
Cool. BJ, what you got? You got just imagining, news there. I'm just imagining how many people in Florida have been offered how much money to, uh, to release those results early. I just can't imagine. The law, skinny. Yeah, I'm sure it's against the law, hence the how much money. But Oh, oh. <laughs> oh I forgot to do your introduction. PJ, our resident uh, conspiracy theorist. I'm not a conspiracy a theorist, you. you conehead. I am not. I'm very sure that hey, a lot Griff. of people have already been offered money in Florida. The, the remarkable part is it doesn't seem to be any evidence so far that they've accepted it because we haven't seen the figures coming out of Florida for who voted what in the mail-in. <laughs> Griff, uh, where do you get your information? Uh, I look at a little of everything. I get most of, uh, I, for election forecasting, I tend to rely on, on the website 538, which provides a forecasting model, um, as well as polling averages. And at this point, you know, this close to the election, the polling averages are essentially all you need. The forecasting model is just uh, interpreting the polling averages. Right. But, you know, you, you look at every, you try to look at everything a little bit. Do you ever uh, watch any Fox? Uh, no, but you know you you get exposed to headlines every now and then, so you have at least a vague idea of what uh of what they're saying on Fox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I tried. It's I always, tried. That's, that's all. I, that's all I really need from Fox. It's always thrilling to go on Fox just for five minutes and just pull your hair out. <laughs> oh, my entire life, I'm sure I've had anxiety that goes up and down, but I, I feel like I must be at peak anxiety right now. How are you doing there, Griffin? It's nerve wracking. Uh, this is, you know, this is an, an enormously consequential election, both for the United States and for the world as a whole. Um, scientists are saying that we only have so much time or we are basically up at the deadline when it comes to uh, enacting sound climate change policy. And that's extremely hard to do without uh, good international partners. And the U.S. has not been a good international partner on that front for the past four years. So this is probably one of the most important uh, consequential elections that we've ever seen. Right on. Uh, PJ, KJ, uh, in your esteemed long lives, have you, can you think back to another election of any kind that has such consequence? No, not me anyway. Well, uh, Bush v. Gore was, well, that changed the world. I think. <laughs> yeah, but going into it, did you think it would? Uh, no, 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 no. But but I uh, I, I wasn't uh, as uh, ensconced in it like I am with this election. Like I didn't understand that it really came down to like 560 votes or something. Yeah, because back then we had the luxury of just thinking one was about as good as another. There were some differences in some parts of, say, maybe fiscal policy and, uh, you know, but generally speaking... Whereas in this one, oh, right, my feeling right. is it's kind of more like black and white. Like, yeah. it's a real disaster if Trump gets another four years. And I mean, really, it's only a moderate relief if <laughs> Biden gets in. I keep thinking about that Saturday Night Live video, you know, acceptable under the circumstances. But, yeah, I think back to Nixon when we were kids. He was up against Humphrey, I believe. Yeah. Hubert Humphrey. Huber Humphrey. Yeah, and it, it wasn't like we were sitting around and the parents almost have tears in their eyes and like, it's nothing like this. Of course, yeah. what came with Nixon later was was huge. But uh, So yeah, Griffin, uh, what kind of snacks do you want for the viewing day tomorrow? I'm sure that what's on hand will be sufficient. Okay, all right. Is there going to be violence? 
I mean, I wouldn't bet on it, but I also wouldn't rule it out. Yeah. If pe- if people think that the election is being stolen and that could come from either side, um, although it's probably more dangerous if it comes from the side that loves guns. Yeah. Um, if people think that the election is being stolen, then things could get out of hand pretty easily. Yeah. Well, so I see you- they're already that the Trump trucks are already uh, snarling up highways hither and thither today, actually. Like the yes. big marauding gangs of the pickups and the flags, right? Yeah, I, I guess when you say uh, not not likely, um, you're referring to like big uh, big stuff, right? Like there's got to be a number of small incidents of violence throughout the country. I would have thought. Yes, that, I, I could easily see that happening. Yeah. Can we go off topic for a set a second with Griff? Let's do it. Um, sure, Griff. Do you, do you know the story of the Big Stick Band? That sounds familiar. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> well, well, your dad was a front man in that one. I just wanted to know if you, uh, if th- that sort of folklore around the house, or that he was once the front man. I don't uh, think I've ever told anybody in the family about. Except I think for I, I may have heard that story at a at an extended family gathering or oh, something. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you as in tune with Canadian politics as you are with American? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I, I should hope so. It's more directly relevant. Yeah, Griffin came over and watched the uh, provincial elections with us. And, you know, I would say something vague like, oh, it's surprising that uh, the uh, Greens are ahead in such and such a writing. And he would say, yeah, but that's not going to hold. And here's why. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, that, that was mostly when that was mostly at the time of the night when, you know, we had like 80 votes come in from a particular riding. And and of course the the journalists were uh, were making big hay out of it. I saw a clip recently of an old federal election from I don't know, 2000 or 2004 or something, where for one wild moment the Marxist Leninist Party was ahead in one of the ridings, and Peter Mansbridge was commenting on it. You know, it's, <laughs> that's the kind of thing that you kind of have to turn tune out. Hey Griff, are you as much of a music wonk as your father? Uh, I do, I don't think so. I've seen his uh, iTunes library, and I'm not sure anyone could be that much of a music walk. But but do you uh, do you um, like listen to lots of music? Yeah. Uh, uh, as a mathematician, do you apply numbers to music? Like, do you put the same things together in your head, sort of the way numbers work, the way music works? I wouldn't say so. No, that's two different parts of my brain. There's counting involved. That's about it. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you read music? Yeah, I can. I, I can play the piano. Grade nine. Ooh. Grade nine. Conservatory. Griffin. I. I have a. I, have a, I took the exam for grade eight. That was the highest exam I took. I can play some stuff from grade nine. Wow! Wow! That's not just. Oh, I know how to play the piano. That's I know how to play the piano. Hey, um, I think um, the um, the world is looking for future leaders uh, like um, uh, Bowen Ma, for instance, and Stacey Abrams and AOC and people like that. Uh, 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 Shauna Sylvester in Vancouver. Do you do you have your eye on any? Uh, coming young uh, leaders like in any country even in the world i mean i think you named a lot of them i don't know i uh, 
the thing about those types of people is that unless you personally know them, you don't really, uh, you don't really see them coming until they happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that I, I feel that especially with the two old white guys in the States and even, you know, Canadian politics, like Trudeau is sort of a young charismatic leader kind of just turns into another kind of old white guy. Yeah, right? He's, he's a young old white guy. Yeah. But I'm just, I was just thinking that it's time that, especially with what's going on in the world, that people got to step up. And I was just wondering if you had thoughts about that. I, I could, I could easily imagine some of the survivor, some of the young survivors of the Parkland school shooting going into politics in the next uh, decade or so. And uh, how about you? Are you ever thinking that you might get back into helping out at a political office or anything like that? I know you did a little bit of that. And I don't know. I tend not to like those people very much. <laughs> a lot of I, I, could, I could see myself volunteering at some point. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you've just cut yourself off from yeah, that's right. all the offices. Now. <laughs> all 16 I, on the, of our on the other hand, on the other hand, if I ever decide to run for office, maybe I could roll that clip. That clip could, uh, could make voters like me. Yeah, ah. the same 16 that you turned off out of our listening audience just now by then may have reversed their views too. We might have as many as 18 listeners by then. So. Well, Griffin, this has been fantastic. Yeah. You, you've given us some insights. There's where we all can follow it ourselves, but uh, I think you've taken it a level deeper than we normally get to see. So uh, um, thanks yeah, very I th- much. I think I heard if Pennsylvania goes Biden, I can sleep easy. That's all I need to know about. And I have it from a reliable, well, from our very own well, if, Washington. If, if Pennsylvania goes Biden, it might take a few days to get that. If Florida goes Biden, you can probably sleep easy. Oh, oh there, you go. there you go. That's the soundbite we were looking for. That's okay. the one we'll crucify you with tomorrow. I mean, that's the okay. one. We- <laughs> thanks very much, Griffin. Well, thanks, uh, Griff. yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me. See you later. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. Now. Good. Is everyone all reassured now? I think it's still, I feel like Trump could still win. Only, only by stealing it with guns. I you think? think? The, yeah, I think that's the only way he could win. Okay. Well, I, one of my last thoughts last night, which was very late, by the way, was that uh, I am predicting a Biden landslide and that we will have a really good indication of that tomorrow night. Good. I hope you're I right. sure hope so. This is, this is going to be just a, a collective sigh. sigh. Oh yeah. my God. Everyone's on edge. Even if they're not showing it, they're on edge. Well, I just thought too, like you see some of those uh, Obama campaign speeches, right? And he's actually saying that as a key piece of his campaign speech, imagine a world, imagine a world where we wake up on the day after and we don't have to think what crazy ass thing is the president of the free world going to say today? Oh, yeah. What horrible action is he going to take today? What destructive, you know, like he's actually making that a key part of his pitch is just won't you be happy to not have to hear that idiot's voice every single day for the next four years? And every, I just can't believe it. Every year or every election we get the you, people get out and vote. It's important that you vote. It's nothing like this time. I have never no. seen so much, and people are smart about it. They're not going, oh, look, don't worry, we're going to win. It's looking great. Everybody, see, I, like, that's the last thing you want. Yeah. You want people to be anxious right up until the moment they vote. Yeah, and I mean, 
there's been a lot of anxiety and I, you know, we talked about that a minute ago, but I, I doubt anybody has seen this much anxiety and that much commitment to just make sure and get out and vote no matter what. I'm telling you, Nobel Prize, reviving democracy. I'm just going to keep saying it. They're going to, that's what they're going to shut the Donald up with. They'll give him a Nobel Prize for reviving democracy because people will be so freaked out about the possibility of another term for him that they'll actually start to take it seriously. I saw the headlines that he was nominated. Does, did anybody get to the bottom of who nominated him? Yeah, I saw a couple of those too. I don't remember. So there you have it. You've got our predictions. We all know what to look for tomorrow. We know what the signs of imminent disaster would be, and we know what the signs of a good night's sleep will be too. I took the opportunity to put my tie on when Griffin was here, and I've taken it off now again because we're back to normal. Gotta look good for Griffin. Gotta look good. We're, you know, again, our official correspondent, resident on the spot, Griffin Tench. So check back with us. Send us your views. Hopefully you get to see this. And we'll go back to our regular programming.